And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 152, a.k.a. season 2, episode 20. Uh, As always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC. And apparently the phone lines are down this week. So if if you got the call and you were like ready to call in, like I want to call, sorry, I can't do it this week. So try again next week. Uh, We'll give out the numbers then. Uh, So that being said, um, kind of a slow news week. For me this week, MC, aside from like one other mass school shooting, so anything going on in your world? Uh, no, I just had a thought um, about how to solve the uh, authority issue, which I <clears throat> I don't think it is possible to solve. But, you know, I, I feel like there's people that need to virtue signal by having a president and that's like that's like half of the drama right my president versus your president who is my president and so maybe one of the solutions could be you know eventually like if we had our idealistic uh you know anarchist society um there could be like 15 presidents or for every like anybody who gets a million votes can be a president you know, and so then you could have, you know, competing presidents and, and everybody that's, you know, under them has to do what their president says. And then if you just don't vote, then you don't have a president. Sure. Um, I, I really, I believe that, you know, people need that, like, um, to justify their existence or something, you know, like, uh, they can't be happy without signaling who is their superior, you know? I think that falls um, within the realm of identity politics, right? People need something to identify with for whatever reason, and right. this is just one way to to fill that void. Yeah. And so some people would, you know, pick, uh, you know, the strong authoritarians, and then some people would pick the the more liberty-minded people, and then some people would just be like, this is stupid. Like, why do we have to pick anybody? I pick myself. And yeah, I didn't right. get a million, but I don't need anybody. So I'm fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, um, I vote for one. And what it does kind of frustrate me with the, with the religious crowd, because, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, Jesus is number one guys, number one, uh, but they don't act like it. You know, they act like, who the president is is the biggest deal in the freaking world you know like it's it's really not it's not that important well, it's um, chosen by god it says so in the it was, bible it was it was destined to be trump um couldn't have happened any other way yeah yeah especially without the russians <laughs> god made the russians do it um so yeah, that was my thought. Uh, competing presidents, maybe we should have like a whole bunch of presidents. And 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 in a more realistic sense, if we had the, the same government we have now, and we had fifteen presidents, and maybe then they couldn't go to war as easy because they'd all have to, you know, at least get fifty percent of the the you know the elected people to agree. And um, okay. And I, and I think it, I think it would actually help. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I need a government, but I need it. I need the government to be more limited than it is now. Okay. Um, 
know, whether we have one or not, it's, it, it definitely needs to come down a notch. <laughs> um, so basically the way it would work is if, if you had the ability to have multiple residents, um, if, if the, you know, one really like, let's say John McCain, the, you know, hardcore, you know, every war is a good war, uh, guy gets, you know, he, he runs, of course, he's going to have like 15 million Americans go out and vote for him. Right. Or more. Right. right? Sure. Maybe even, a, you know, 50 million, hundred million, whatever. Um, and then there would be, he, he would take up a whole bunch of the votes because, you know, he's, he's the biggest, baddest authoritarian, but then there could be other presidents, you know, as long as you get over a million, then you can, you know, have a seat at the table and there would be many more, less violent, less popular, less, you know, all that stuff, uh, you know, possibly better candidates, like even, even Ron Paul at that point could, could have a seat at the table. Okay. Um, and so there could be some counter to the idea of only having, you know, pick, you know, Democrat or Republican and, and both of them are terrible options. Right. So that's kind of the solution. That's the, 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 a solution to the problem of having only two bad choices. Okay. Um, that's, that's number one. But, um, like I said, I'm not saying I need it. I'm just saying I need a, I need a break from the, it, it, it seems like stopping war is an impossibility. Like even if Trump wanted to, which he doesn't really care, he doesn't really have any conviction one way or the other about what's happening in Syria. Um, but he will continue to bomb. I, I think he, I think he believes he's in a tough spot. Like, well, I can't, leave Syria because then they'll think that I'm helping Russia. Like, okay. Who gives you shit? You know, I don't, you know, he, he really should have a little bit more conviction and be like, you know, I'm going to do the right thing instead of, you know, playing politics. You know, he's not supposed to be the politician. He's supposed to be draining the swamp. Right. Not, not getting wrangled up in, in inside of the, the, the businessman. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, all my theories of you know what he was going to do kind of don't you know didn't matter because you know he he believes he has to play the game or whatever, um, and that's why I really wanted to see Ron Paul win because he he said you know if I'm president I'm pulling everybody out like everybody all the troops come home. Um, I was skeptical. I was honestly skeptical because I heard that and I heard a lot of Ron Port Ron Paul supporters say the same thing at the time, and I go just another politician man. Like he's well, effective we'll ne- because he doesn't win. Well, we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, it's a hypothetical. But, um, I I think he would. Um, I uh, that there's probably some offices that he might leave open in other countries just to be able, you know, just so the, just the governments. Case. No, just for the governments to be able to talk to each other and interact. You know, okay. so you have your your diplomats or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, o- over there, uh, but. The embassy, all, all the mil, yeah, all the military bases and stuff. I, you know, I, I kind of, I think he would try as hard as he could, and then that's that's kind of like the the signal that he wouldn't, right? You know, close all the bases. You know, there's no reason why why we need bases in South Korea. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that he would try to close them, but you know, 
that's in the past. Doesn't yeah. matter. Um, we'll we'll have to see what Rand Paul does when he wins. Not um, a libertarian. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, did you want to comment on the idea of being able to virtue signal with uh, being able to pick? Of course, <laughs> a, a variety of different presidents. And... So I don't. I don't want to. I'm. 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 I'm going to comment, but I don't want my commentary to come across as though I'm endorsing or supporting uh, what you're suggesting or what I'm about to suggest. I'm just flushing out ideas as we're talking here to see, you know, see what could possibly work. So I heard what you said about the multiple presidents and the the comparison uh, to religions, and I'm okay with that, right? Like, I I don't. If, if government were just religions, I'd be more okay with that. And the reason I'd be more okay with that is because religious people, like I'm an atheist, and religious people don't bother me, right? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a militant atheist who's like overtly offended by anything someone from the religious, you know, sector says, right? You know, thoughts and prayers and all that other fun stuff, like, yeah, good on you, like whatever, that's, that's your thing, you do your thing cool right um my only problem with religious uh people and religious zealots is when they attempt to obtain political office and then mandate their religious doctrines on everyone right but as long as they don't do that i'm cool with everybody right you 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 eat kosher food fine you don't eat pork good on you right you got to go to church every sunday fucking fantastic i'll see you on monday right like it doesn't bother me so if you had a if you had a situation where there were uh i wouldn't even say like competing governments right or or governmental agencies but coexisting governmental agencies that people could join right and i think man what did i call it at one point at one point i had you know i was like well you know you know as long as we're starting businesses Right. Let's just let's just do one where it's, you know, a a guide to life type of business. Right. Like we'll handle everything for you and you just pay us, you know, your your monthly subscription fee. Right. So all the all the all the like, you know, the the the, the bare necessities, you know, like, oh, who's going to provide the water? We'll provide the water. Who's going to provide the electricity? We got you covered. Right. Who's going to take out the trash? We'll have a trash man. Right. All those all those, you know, the, the, the things that people look to the government is like, we, we could not have like civilized society without these basic, uh, utilities brought to us. Right. So it'd be like a full service utility company that covered everything for one low monthly price or one high monthly price, whatever. And you could have coexisting, right. Utility providers anywhere you want. And just like religion isn't constrained by geographic geographic boundaries, uh, neither does this necessarily, right? Like, may, may, yeah, you, the utility services maybe, but like the guide to life stuff, like this is these are the 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 rules and and regulations and behaviors that you should model your life after, right? Can be spread universally uh, with, without any you know geographic border restrictions. So if you wanted to join like, you know, the Trump team or whatever, um, you know, the, the, these are the, the Trump mandates on how one should operate their their life uh, to to live a happy, fulfilling, you know, whatever 
type of life. And then here's the services that we provide uh, in your region, right? Fucking fantastic, right? You want to join, you know, the, the, the Ron Paul ones where you get nothing, uh, but you also don't pay anything, um, then, you know, fucking fantastic for you too. Um, and if it operated like that, right, where I, where I did not have to follow um, the guide to life uh, of, of your chosen politician, and I was free to either, like you said, MC, choose my own uh, or to not have one at all and be my own guide to life. Um, perfect. Not a problem. Right. And as long as, you know, as long as we respect uh, private property, you know, which means like if I come on to your if, if you're like a Trumpian, so to speak, uh, and I come on to your property, into your home or into your yard or whatever, um, it should be expected that I would follow, you know, the, the Trumpian traditions uh, as you've laid out for your own private property. And I could be free to leave or move about, you know, whatever. Fucking fantastic. Right. But what you don't get to do is like come on to my private property and dictate to me uh, how best to live the Trumpian lifestyle because uh, sorry, bro, not into that. Um, so that's one thing. So that's that's, you know, the 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 comparison uh, to the religious aspect that I'm OK with. Right. You want you want multiple competing, uh, you know, guide to life or utility services. By all means, have it your way like Burger King. Um, the second thing was when you said, like, you want to have um like all these presidents gathered around to make the big decisions. Um, the only thing that I could think of, well, we kind of already have that if you allow for geographic borders. And that's because at least in, in the United States, right, they are the United States. And every state already has a leader, right? There's the governor of the state, the guy that like runs things in this geographic region. Um, and so my thought to you then is, why not eliminate the federal government, um, you know, to, to shrink that and then uh, have like a board of governors, right? Where, you know, the, 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 the governors of the states come together to make those big, uh, all-encompassing federal decisions, right? Or yeah. even if you just want to have it, you know, be the, the senators elected, uh, you know, in, by the governor or by the people to, to go make those decisions and eliminate the, the one head office. Right. Would you would you then be OK with that um, as far as, you know, like, well, if, they, yeah. if everyone gets a million, but it's geographically restricted? Yeah, my, my idea is a little bit different than what you're saying. But, yeah, if we could get rid of the federal government, that would get rid of like 99 percent of my complaints. And and the local government that remains, I just I, I just wouldn't care about all that much. Um, like, sure, there's some areas that, you know, would restrict pot use, but, um, Idaho you know, might invade Montana. <laughs> you know, I, I would find a way around that where I would leave. I would go to, yeah, I'd go to a different place, you know? So that would, that, that would be Somalia, uh, a big, a big, uh, solution to my problems. Um, but w what I'm saying is in, in any geographic area, uh, people, don't really care about what the government is doing to them. Like nothing really changes. Like, you know, the left gets selected or the right and, and things relatively the same, uh, usually getting a little bit worse in, in every dimension. Uh, and so what what I'm proposing is that for, for people to, to uh, uh, be able to express their, um, uh, 
their virtues. Their, you know, that's what they are. And that's why I really like that word virtue signaling because I think that's what most voting is. It's just um, that them trying to express their preference for you know which guy they like the best, which is just silly. Um, has nothing to do with uh, the actual policies they're going to implement. You know, say save for like certain things. Like some people are really uh, uh, in support of uh, uh, border security. It's not even border security. It's like keep, keeping Mexicans out is what they're really worried about. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So, so anyway, I, I think uh, people would feel better if they could have more options. And, and I think if there was more options, then we would have uh, a much more diverse um, and acceptable uh, government, maybe? I don't know. Um, See, and that's why I tried to stay away from that word, right? Because the, the word government carries with it, you know, connotations and implications as to exactly what it is. And so as, as an anarchist, right, I don't want... I don't want to have any government, right? But I'm also, I'm not also of the anarchist ilk where I don't think that there can be leaders, right? And it's not that, it's not so much that I advocate leaders, uh, leaders in power or leaders of power uh, lording their power over their followers, right? But, but more so, <clears throat> excuse me, but more so in such a manner where leaders are the examples, right? Are the role models that uh, that that are set, and that people will naturally follow, right? Like they're sure. they're you I know guess, I don't I don't disagree with like leadership. Um, yeah, yeah. When I guess what I'm trying depending to say on how it's come across is that there's there's uh, a huge problem with the way our government. Like, you know, the, I, I guess government was created to solve uh, a problem, um, maybe national defense or something, right? Uh, but the way the the elections happen and stuff like that, it it it's become very. Um, uh, I don't want to use the word divisive. Um, what's like divide and conquer? So it is divisive. Sure, yeah, it's yeah divisive. <laughs> Perfect word. <laughs> Yeah, they they divide people into only two groups, and then so there there really is only two evils. You know, lesser of two evils, and is how people vote. You know, sometimes they they like something about somebody, but but most people just vote based on that. Like, which 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 one do I uh, dislike the least, or? Which one do I not hate the most? Whatever. See, um, I like I like the theory of government, right? That that's that's not that it was created um, by the people to solve a problem, but that it was created uh, by the criminals to solve a problem. Oh, yeah. Of how do they not be looked at as criminals, and then how do they continue to rob and plunder and pillage the same people over and over and over again instead of moving on? You know, yeah. geographically. But I mean, if if you read some of the stuff uh, about you know, when when they were making the government, they, they, they a lot of these idiots debated 
on how much power the, the president should have. And, and a lot of them really believe that even though they weren't going to be the president, they believe the president should be not hampered by, you know, the, the restrictions of, of government and, and you should be able to, you know, overrule the constitution and, you know, and people actually wanted that, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's obviously insane. Like, why would you say, Hey, we're going to have this election and whoever it is, he should just be able to do whatever the hell he wants. I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, like I, I want to be a slave to this guy, like that, you know? Um, so thankfully, you know, we don't have a King, but, uh, you know, what problem they're trying to solve. I, I don't know that, you know, there's just, to me, they're just insane people in the world. But so anyway, to get my, my point was, is to get away from the, the, politics of division uh there there should be the ability to um virtue signal and have your virtue in in office so you know like like i said maybe it would be better if if all you had to do is get over like a certain number of votes and then you're then you can have your guy sit at the at the table and then uh then it's like a parliamentary uh, system like with canada yeah. and the uk something i actually don't know that much about how their parliamentary system works but um, my my basic general understanding is uh all the parties have a seat at the table based on how many votes that party got so the 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 smaller parties also have a seat at the table even though they didn't you know you don't need like you don't need a majority of the votes you just get fractional right. seating like if you got 20 percent of the votes you get 20 percent of the seats right so you're gonna have more parties involved Right. Instead of just two, um, so which is how the pirate party, you know, got got seated at the table because they went got enough, and then all of a sudden they were there, yeah, Something like Finland. Or and Finland. so I would guess I would say, yeah, it's not working out that good for them either. You know that they've got uh, similar or worse problems th than the U.S. Um, and they even you know take cues from the the u.s government and you know just west i don't know just, maybe we should just lump them all in, in together you know the western government and uh sure you know if well, if, if, the, if the u.s goes into the country oh we got to bring canada and england and uh you know all these other countries along with us um <laughs> well part of that is because civil civilization and society is such like a complex structure of intermoving parts right and, and and then you put this this apparatus in place that goes like, all right, your job is to control all of this, right? And there is not one person or one group of people capable of managing that level of complexity, right? It's, it's an impossibility uh, destined to fail from the beginning, right? They're like there's no chance of it ever working out the way it's intended, the way it's supposedly intended to work out which means you got to question what the true intentions really are. Um, but at least, you know, in, in the United States, they've structured it in such a way where every four years, the entire populace has hope, right, that something is going to change uh, in the future, right? Okay, Trump got elected. Clearly, he's going to fail. But don't worry. In four years, we'll get another shot to get it right. And then whoever gets elected then is destined to fail, but don't worry, in four years, we'll get another shot, 
right? And then you have like the 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 bright-eyed, optimistic youth, right? Who are like, you know, 14, 15, and 16, and somehow like involved, um, you know, in school politics and like are, are dreaming of being able to like, you know, make their voices heard in the grander scope of things. They go, man, I can't wait to get my chance to vote so I can really make an impact and change and, you know, make the future better for myself, right? And then every four years, like a new crop of those people go like, woo, got my chance, right? And then they vote and then they just keep, and then, you know, four years later, like hope and change comes rolling through again. More youth gets filtered into the system and the old people die out, of course, you know, but it's, it's, it's structured in a way that there's always hope for change, even though it's designed to fail or destined to fail from the beginning. There's no changing it. Like we, we have, we have all the historical data we'll ever need um, to show that, yeah, it's a bad idea. It needs to be done away with. It's, you know, it's, it's immoral on so many levels, on so many grounds, yet it continues to, to roll on uh, as if there's no way to stop it, as if it's just, you know, like, you know, what, uh, um, you know, things you can't stop, death and taxes, right? Like government just, it's just, it, it exists and it's always existed. It's like the God of all things. We can't get, we can't get rid of it now because it's been here for so long. What would we do without it? Right, uh, yeah. like the, so, no one has the imagination necessary uh, to move beyond that scope of existence. Well, p- part of the problem with government is is imagination. Um, but um, yeah, they, because they imagine that that they have the authority to do these things, and other people imagine they do too. And I always, I always uh, make the comment like, we should definitely scrap the Constitution because it failed. Right? Yeah. Um, now, what to replace it with? Obviously, nothing. Obviously, but but you know, if we had to, or if people you know had to come up with another document, um, I guess go- going back to my original point is why should there only be one guy that everybody has to agree that? Oh yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy that represents us, and uh, I think people would be a lot less divided. Um, and confused uh, if if we didn't have this system of granting you know, ultimate authority to one person, um, right? That was that was my main point. So. Right, and that's why I don't want to discount the idea of of leadership and followers, and you know what what I would consider to be a a natural hierarchy of things, even though you know there's that sect of anarchism. Um, that you know will will re, will refuse all hierarchy, right? But I I do believe that there that natural hierarchies will form, and they do not necessarily need to take um, the form of government or a government apparatus or even a religion for that matter, right? Like if the, if there's something that I want to learn or that I want to know how to do either better or different, right? Uh, it would it should be and would be my responsibility to seek out an individual more skilled and more knowledgeable with more wisdom um, in that particular area and to learn from him, right? And to follow his lead uh, so that I can improve myself, right? And, and you know, th- there there are groups who would say like, no, right? That's that's hierarchical, right? You can't, you, like, no, 
no no rulers well it, that's why i don't want to use that term it's not it's not rulership it's not government it's it's not religion it's leadership right it's it's and and it should be leadership by example and followers and and followers uh voluntarily followed voluntarily right if if you prove if you can prove yourself you know it, it with outside the scope of government um to be capable of leading, you know, a small group of people, right? And, and so far as you know, they they go like, "Oh, damn, I like what he's doing. I want to help, follow, or be a part of that," right? Then by all means, like you can do your thing, right? And that's that's why I'm saying like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't need to be a government. And if you eliminate the government, um, I don't think that everything will come crashing down. Uh, I think, like you said, MC, certain groups of people will seek out certain types of leaders uh, to to help themselves, and some may seek out, you know, the the big tough gang member and you know the survivalist who can t- you know take them out into the wilderness and like hunt and forage for food, and you know we're gonna survive the apocalypse type of people, and then you have others that will just you know like you know follow the hippies who are just like. You know, nah, man, we're just going to go pick berries and smoke weed all day and like, woo, you know, and both are okay with me as long as I'm not forced into one tribe or the other. But I do think it'll, it'll, you know, it'll evolve or devolve uh, back into, you know, smaller tribes of, of less people following more people. Um, and that's okay. Right. I mean, if that, if that's what you're looking for, then by all means, let's get rid of the big overarching federal government and let's, you know, go back to our tribe, uh, whatever that particular tribe happens to be for you. So while, while you're ranting, I, I Woo! Came, up with, came up with a reason why the parliamentary system doesn't work either. Okay. Um, and, and that's because you have all these politically motivated people, you know, <clears throat> political parties, coming together uh, to put their people in charge that, that want government power. And so like in the case of Canada, they all believe that the government should run healthcare. Like everybody who makes a party for political power, they can like, they all agree. Like, so it leaves no room for the people who don't want to be stolen from to pay for somebody else's healthcare. Um, so in any system that, that, you know, I suggest uh, there has to be the option to opt out of paying for somebody else's political dream. Um, so, in 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 my ideal form of government that you know doesn't could could never possibly exist. Um, you know, you could uh, elect your own president, and your president would be like, "Yeah, we're we're the we're the group of people that says you know you you don't have to pay for anybody else's shit." And then you, and that's where you would be. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then everybody who follows the other president, everybody thinks they should share. Well, they'd all be sharing, and uh, with each other, and maybe right. with the people who don't touch each other's shit. Right. Yeah. Again, I'm with you, but I just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to release calling that a government. Right. To 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 absolve it of, like I said, the the implications um, and expectations of what a government actually is. Yeah. Right. So basically, I want to separate it from religion 
uh, once you because include, he doesn't need to have a deity. Once you include the option to opt out, is it really a government? Like if you don't no. have to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't want to, you know, I, 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 I absolve that term for what we're talking about because I don't want any type of government. Like I said, leadership, governance, by all means, you know, have it your way. Um, but, the, you know, there, there's that old clip uh, of Obama. Um, you know, and fucking the left loves to ignore this, right? But where he said, you know, what, what a government is, uh, is a monopoly of force over your geographic region. Like that's it. You know, it's we libertarians, right. And liberty minded people and anarchists, whatever, uh, have made that claim of what government is for a long time. And then we see that clip and we go, all right, it's confirmed, right? We were right. He's your boy. Right. We all know what it is now. Now, can we get rid of it? Because now we can absolutely see that it's bad, harmful, detrimental uh, to a polite society, to moving forward as a human species and just eliminate it. And if you if you eliminate, you know, a a territorial monopoly on violence uh, from the world. Right. Then you will still have violence in the world, but it will not be legitimate and can be dealt with accordingly. Uh, by otherwise peaceful people, right? However, they choose to 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 mete out justice. All right. Before we get into headlines, I wanted to make a comment. Uh, your your voice sounds a lot more like Obama's when you have uh, beginnings of a throat cold. <laughs> I don't know if that is that a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> no, just a comment. Just like <laughs> should I get a teleprompter too now to read off of? <laughs> no, you're you're good enough with that one. Thanks. <laughs> But um, yeah. So, do we have any headlines? Is anything going on this week? Or, I, I mean, I could always talk about Bitcoin. It's over ten thousand again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too many Nature Boy videos. I guess I've been wooing a lot. Um, oh. Well, okay. So, th- th- it was. I had trouble finding news this week because the last few days. Um, have been inundated with article after article about, you know, the, the, the latest and greatest school shooting, um, Florida. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm numb. I'm kind of numb to it and I don't care. Um, yeah, but there, I I have one, okay. I have one point about that and, and I I feel very strongly about this because I hated high school. Okay. And, you know, I'm not saying I, I would ever, contemplate doing that or even you know make a motion towards doing that like uh but i really hated high school and i don't think i should have been forced to be there you know i should have had way more options you know i should have had the option like oh i don't feel like going to school today you know i don't have to i'll go do something else like um, yeah and it wasn't just like the the threat of getting uh kicked out of the home like these ideas people didn't talk about. It was just assumed, like you're trained from, you know, a little kid that that's what you do. That's what everybody does. Like there's, there's not any other option. There's, you're, you're just, you're programmed. Like you get up, you, you, you know, wait on the bus, you get on the bus, you go to school, you do your classes. And, and that's kind of what I was me- saying earlier about the government. It's just, it's accepted as this is just the way it is and always has been as far as you know. Right. So it's it's really hard to for, for a kid to have 
the ability to come up with better options than shooting up a, a bunch of other kids. You know, if he's if he's got a mental illness, if he's depressed, or or you know, if he's been talking to demons or whatever, like he doesn't have the ability to come up with better options than whatever he's going through. Um, and so usually, I don't know what the case is this time, but usually it's a, it's a, like a depression issue and suicidal issue. Yes. And, uh, and usually combined with whatever drugs they're giving them. And yep. Stop I mean, it even says, about that too. says on the label, you know, could cause suicidal thoughts. I mean, that, there's on a bottle be a, of antidepressants. Yeah, there's got to be a better way of uh, managing mental problems than than drugs with that type of label on it. I mean, there's there's got to be. Um, and and I always think think to myself like if I had to do high school over again um, or help help somebody, um, I, I think marijuana is much better than. The, the drugs people are given for over the counter. I think uh, magic mushrooms. I think pr- probably ayahuasca. Um, I think there's a lot more uh, positive results that could come out of things that people have been using for thousands of years <laughs> than stuff that comes out of these uh, laboratories. Yes. And uh, and you know I don't know everything. I don't I don't know if if uh, well, then you would make a bad president. Yeah. I don't know how, how effective it would be to eliminating these problems, but I, th- I think they a lot of these drugs, I'm not even saying people should take drugs. What I'm saying is people need to open their minds. All right. And if, if getting rid of public schools to eliminate public school shootings, you know, isn't an option, then you're not, then you don't have an open mind. And so See, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I say eliminate public schools. You you won't have public school shootings anymore. Um, and that was a much overlooked tweet that I think people saw because I I found it online, mm-hmm. um, but but nobody took it as a serious option. It was the the ha 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 very funny uh, solution, right? Like yeah. it, uh, the, the the tweet was basically. You know, we have public shooting and public shooting after public shooting and public school shooting and, you know, public school shooting. And, and what's the common denominator? Uh, the school. Right. Right. And and very funny, like we're really going to eliminate the school just to eliminate uh, school shootings. Very funny. Ha 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 ha. But the, the reality behind that is what you're saying, MC, is like, no, no, no. If, if you if you take that position seriously. And you really have a goal, right, to eliminate uh, uh, public school shootings or any sort of like damaging occurrences in the public school system. You know, if that's your goal to have like healthy young adults and healthy youth and healthy children, right? If that if it's truly what you want, then you have to consider that putting those individuals in a wholly unnatural environment could possibly be doing more harm than good. And you might want to consider eliminating that environment uh, for for the good of the children, right? And and I am sure that not just public school, but the the school setting is is damaging to 
to humans. I'm I'm sure it is. Like um, guaranteed. One of the things they they found to help kids that they said had ADD was to to solve the problem of you know restless kids in, in classes was to give them more recesses. Okay, it seems obvious to me, right? Okay, give them more playtime, let them move around more, and then they'll be able to sit down for a little while and and think about stuff before they get restless again and they need to run around and do stuff and then, you know, and get tired and then take a break, rest, and then they can sit around and think of for a little while. Um, See, and so, I personally don't believe that ADD or ADHD is a real thing. No, I, I don't really either. I mean, there is, I mean, I, I have seen some people with, with mental problems, right? And then, yeah. And then some drugs help them. But, um, but I would say like maybe a, uh, uh, a desk environment with a, t- a boring teacher talking, maybe that's not the best thing for them. Guaranteed. Let that, you know, let the kid find out what works for him, um, give him activities and find out, you know, how do you, what do you want to learn? You know, um, that would probably do a lot better uh, results for people um, than, than the one size fits all education. Guaranteed. So, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Is just if people really cared about uh, mass shooters, people would pay more attention to what the kids are doing, um, and they really don't. They you know they, they they put them in you know they they treat them like cattle, and you expect them to turn into humans somehow. You know, like it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like my, my general position is, is similar to yours. And I was talking with a coworker um, about the shooting and I said, well, what we're going to find out in a couple days or two is that, you know, the shooter was on some type of, of prescription medication, right? He's either taking some Ambien or taking some Adderall or taking some other antidepressant or psychotropic drug to cure something that's probably not even really wrong with him. And, and this is the result, right? I go, guarantee like it's it's a pattern it's a pattern that follows all you know almost all i don't say all i'm not gonna like generalize that big but it's a pattern that follows a lot of these school shootings Uh, and i only came across like one article that basically said you know like you said you know psychotropic drugs played a part um in this kid in this kid's life and in his mental state right like it's 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 there but i'm not even blaming it on the drugs so much neither am i i'm blaming it I'm blaming it on the way people treat kids from uh, just just the idea that they should all operate the same, you know? Yeah. Like, if you if you put 20 kids in a classroom, there's going to be some, that, you know, that, that, that doesn't work for them, all right? And if you don't have options for them, then you're going to have outbursts, and, and some of those outbursts can uh, get really bloody. <laughs> right. I, I catch a lot of flack from, you know, close friends and family um, for the for the way that I treat children. Um, and the reason I get flack is because I go, I don't treat them any differently than I treat any other, like, live adult. Right? I just don't. You know, when, when, when you know, when you hear a baby, we had this, this discussion when we were on our vacation, um, because one of uh one of M's friends um like has a has a I'm gonna say a toddler now. I don't know how old I think it's like a two year old. Um but the, the you know it's it's one thing that I, I regret a little bit 
um, with my son was I was instructed by the doctor. And Em's friend happens to be, you know, a doctor of sorts, right? Like she's a medical doctor, works at a hospital. She's not, you know, a pediatrician or anything like that. Um, But uh, with my son, the advice that I was given from the doctor, right, was to to let them cry it out. Um, you know, in the, if they wake up in the middle of the night, fucking leave them alone. Let them cry it out and let them learn to, like, self-soothe and fucking do it on their own. And I've recently changed that position, so we had a discussion about it, even going back to that young, right? And, like, this is, again, like, I've, I've had changes throughout my life, and this is one of them, um, where I, d- I don't treat anyone differently. Uh, so when we hear, like, a baby crying um, or anything like that, my first response is not, oh, my God, there's a baby crying. He's like, shut the baby up. Like I always say, tiny human in distress. Right. right. Because they're, you know, whether or not you can figure out why they're crying, right, the, the, the mere fact that that's their means of communication now should indicate to you that there is some distress uh, that they could use a little bit of assistance uh, in getting out of. And just like when you have a big human in distress, like, you know, a, a teenager or even an adult, right? You know, there, there needs to be some way to, to communicate that distress to you and for you to help them through it if they are unable to self-soothe on their own, right? That may yeah. prevent them from acting out in such a way that is harmful uh, to all the students around them, yeah. right? Well, like clearly like said, there's again, some distress. Though, the, the, the problem is, is they're trained from from you know first grade that what you're supposed to do is sit in a desk and shut up and so right kids live a lot of their lives in their own heads they're surrounded by a whole bunch of other confused uh you know mentally damaged kids also a problem and and so how are they supposed to communicate uh problems or their own feelings and uh you know maybe they're writing it in a notebook for themselves you know, or maybe drawing they're not, comics. You know, yeah, maybe they're. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of things people do for outlets, but maybe they're not even. They don't have any outlet at all. Who knows? But the the point is, if is if they don't have any natural uh, interactions with other people, when everything is instructed on how how to act and you know what to do, then yeah, who who knows what they will come up with? So yeah, I'm not even disagreeing with you. I think. You know, one the the difference between your experience um, and my experience, or one of the differences, I should say, because uh, obviously they're completely different, um, is I did really good in school. Like school, school was not a torture or hell for me, um, and it and it could be because you know uh, I went to private school instead of public school. It could be that I went to a religious school instead of you know a. a, a non-religious institute this could be any number of factors um but i i did well in school and that leveraged me a certain amount of leeway um because i I was also not a well-behaved child right like what whatever however i i couldn't even tell you how i did it but however i acted out of the time uh, had me grounded and in detention quite a bit um but one of the things I remember, you know, I don't remember it's like first grade or second grade or some shit. I almost got kicked out of school, um, you know, very, very early on. Um, and I remember distinctly that at one point, 
you know, why there was like the, you know, the principal parent conference with me and my dad and the teacher and the principal, whatever. Uh, and the decision that they came to was, well, he really should be expelled. I should re- have really been expelled. However, um, because my grades were good, um, they did not want to expel me and put me and, and therefore uh, need to put me into a public institution where I would be like lost in the shuffle and my grades would deteriorate because the, the acting out, uh, that I was able to do, you know, under the controlled environment of a private school, um, would be not controlled at all in a public school and would, you know, be even further damaging. Right. So I got, I got away with a lot of shit as a child because I got good grades. Right. So a lot of it could, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I believe like, you. Okay. Here's the thing. Like in the middle of fourth grade, they put me in fifth grade, not because I was getting straight A's, not because I was the smartest kid in the class, but because I finished my work quickly and would bother other students. <laughs> and their solution at the time was if he has harder work to do, he'll take longer to do it and he won't be bothering other students. Right. Well, I caught up in a year. Like it took, it took me a little bit to, to, you know, to catch up to like the fifth grade level of things. Uh, by sixth grade, I was back at it. Like, no, you know, woo, here we go again. Right. So, but that was, that was their solution at the time for me. Um, so sometimes like when I look at, when I think about my position on things now and how I, you know, I don't advocate school. I, I, you know, I want my son to drop out so bad, even though he's only in like sixth grade. Right. Every time I tell him, drop out. Right. They tell me you're smart. Get the fuck out of there. You know, and but it's like, ha ha ha, your dad's crazy. Um, but <laughs> but the reason the reason I know I'm crazy is because I did so goddamn well in school. Right. Like I fit into that environment so well that it has to be because, you know, I'm either molded, shaped or able to survive that type of environment. And it took until after school for me to actually think for myself to go out and seek new information and new knowledge and to develop my thoughts and opinions into the positions I hold today. But I wasted, what, eight, nine, seven, 11, 15. I wasted 17 years uh, just about, or give or take, uh, in school, you know, where, where I could have gotten to this point a lot sooner. And that's what I'm, you know, that's part of what I'm trying to get across, right? So when you put, when you have the unnatural environment, um, that the schools are, and you have people who don't fit into that unnatural environment, which I would hope would be all the students, right? Like, if, you know, if you fit in in a school somewhere, right, you know, double check what's really going on in your head um, because it's, it's, the ones, it's the ones that they claim to have ADD or the ones that claim to have ADHD or the ones that are lashing out um, because they just don't want to be there, right? They need to have an outlet Otherwise, you end up with more school shootings, right? They, 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 that need, the school itself is the problem because it's unnatural, right? And again, right, if you want, I, I want to go back to my original point about leadership and followers. Um, the, the want and the ability to learn, uh, I think, is, again, a, a natural human in- instinct, a natural human desire, a natural human drive, and when you get put into that uh, school environment or whatever, a lot of that natural desire, that natural drive is eliminated. 
um, and like and and crushed out of you. So I do think that if you eliminated the school system, the 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 natural ability to want and the natural drive to learn and to learn new things and to move forward and gain new experience and new wisdom and new knowledge um, will take the form of of desirers seeking leaders uh, who can show them the way. Right. I, I didn't I don't have it to show prep because it was a video, um, but I did. Po- I think I posted it on my personal Facebook feed um, was uh, a, a it was an Institute for Justice video. And it was like a kid in California um, who has the natural drive and desire uh, to learn how to shoe horses. Right. He like you want for whatever reason. Right. Good on you, man. Like you want to be a horseshoer. Fucking fantastic. I'm not going to stop you there. Right. And so he wants to go to this horseshoeing school that this other guy, like, you know, uh, gives classes on, right? It's like, it's, it's a voluntary institution. It's not fucking mandated. It's like, I have a skill set that you may want to learn and I'm offering my services to you to learn them. And you come to me voluntarily. Um, and the state of California says that that relationship is illegal uh, because the kid who wants to learn how to shoe horses Never got a high school diploma. So before he can go to the guy who knows how to shoe horses and learn this trade that which he desires for whatever reason, right, the state of California is interfering and saying like, nope, uh, the guy who knows how to shoe horses, you are not allowed to accept him as a student because he hasn't passed our mandated state run, um, you know, education and knowledge check. And that's bullshit. Right. Like this, this is the perfect scenario. You want to learn something, you find someone who knows how to do it. You know, you pay them if they want to be paid or you, you, you mentor, you get mentored them or you apprenticeship or whatever, whatever it happens to be. But that would be the natural way to educate yourself uh, in an area that you wish to learn. Um, and then you have the school system and the state uh, getting involved with that. And that is the unnatural uh, state of existence. Right. And I was again, I was talking to my coworker about it. I said, even if you want to grant um, and which I don't and I will never and I'll never grant it. But even if you want to grant that at one time, um, the schoolhouse system, the public school system, you know, the the current model of 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 schooling and education that we currently have. Right. Was at some point in the past necessary to get to the point where we're at now, right? Even if you grant that, we are far beyond that point and it should be eliminated and something better, more appropriate allowed to take its place. Right? It's 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 not so much that it's not so much that, you know, we we need it and it's all it, it, this is the way it is because this is the way it always has been. Um, things need to be allowed to to take shape and to take over. True that. Um, it, I, th- oh, I think we're getting close to running out of time. Do we want to skip on to another one, or do we want to finish up? Uh, we, we can finish up, but there's one more. I, I, I don't know how far back I need to go to, to make this point, but there was a tweet a while ago, you know, with regards with regards to, you know, the, the, the cycle of things, right, and how, you know, things, certain things have always been and, you know, the way you accept it. And if you want to go back, like, you know, we use Facebook uh, for the show. Um, and before Facebook, there was MySpace. And at one time, they overlapped. And I had an account for both. 
Um, and then I recently saw like it was, you know, just a random posting where someone, you know, tweeted out, right? Uh, what Twitter needs to add is a feature that allows, uh, you know, the, the, the user um, to put like their favorite music on their Twitter homepage so that when you land on their page, you're listening to like their favorite artist, right? And the, <laughs> and the commentary from that was, we have finally reached a generation uh, that doesn't remember MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've, we've moved beyond that. And so for, for, for a lot of us, right? Like Facebook is, is what it is now. Um, and it's hard to envision, uh, a world before Facebook, especially young people, right? Like we finally reached a generation that doesn't remember what MySpace is. And I only had my, I only, I was, I was a late adopter to MySpace. Um, and you know, know, I guess an early adopter, I guess to Facebook then, um, because I kind of caught it in mid transition. I was like, ah, fine, I'll set, I'll set this up and like, you know, off to the races we go. Um, but my point is that, you know, it, it doesn't, things aren't always what they are or things haven't always been what they are. And obviously things can change. And hopefully, you know, once we get past this point of remembering what the state looks like, what state education looks like, what state run government looks like, once we get past that point, hopefully someone doesn't cycle around and say, you know what we really need? What we really need is a bunch of assholes in office telling us what to do all the time um, because we finally reached a point in the future, right, where we don't, we no longer, where the, that generation no longer remembers what it's like to live under a tyrannical government, right? Wouldn't that be great? Or would a generation who doesn't remember what it's like to go through the public school system or the current model of education, public or private, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun times? Um, and on a similar note, just to wrap things up here, um, just, you know, just thinking about the future and how great it can be, right? The other thought that popped in my head is nothing to do with anarchy or whatever. Um, but it was, you know, imagine, imagine like, you know, your, your grandkids or that generation, you know, if, if, if you don't have kids or grandkids of your own, imagine, you know, the, imagine what they're going to be using when, when you're telling the story of a back in my day, you know, when you're telling you, when you're telling your back in my day story to them, right? Like back in my day, we had to tell the phone who we wanted to call, you know, like what are they going to be using when we're telling that story, you know, and Siri was a bitch, you know, she would never do, you know, like what are the, what kind of future are they going to hold where that's the story that we want to tell and how do we get there? Right. How do we get there where no one remembers the government? No one remembers the public education system. No one remembers what it's like to live under the constant threat of violence and tyranny. Um, and so we can all move forward and again, uh, enhance the human experience, not hold it back. I think I'm done. Nice rant. All right. Woo. All right. Wrapping up. Final thoughts. No. Nope. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com, facebook.com slash anarchistexperience. Uh, if you want to join in on the show prep, which we didn't get to because, damn, I can talk. Uh, we usually do that on the Facebook groups, facebook.com slash groups slash anarchistexperience. Uh, and if you want to contribute to the show financially because you love us and you love my raspy throat cold voice because Obama rocks, right? Um, we do that through Patreon, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. <laughs>